everyone, and welcome back to But Why the Podcast, the podcast where me, Adrian, and Matt talk about the things in pop culture that people say matter and ask the question, but why though? Before we get started, we just wanted to tell you to head on over to all of our social media and get involved in our conversations. Check out our Twitter at But Why Though PC and our Facebook, facebook.com slash But Why Though PC. Also, we're Twitch affiliates now, so you can sub to us, watch a stream, um, get access to funny noises when we're playing. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. Come spend your nights with us while we play games at twitch.tv slash butwhydopc. And over on that note, we are actually raising money for StackUp, the military gaming charity that empowers veterans through the power of gaming. So if you have anything you can donate, donate it to them. Head on over to our Twitch channel and click on the StackUp logo. Click that, it'll send you to the donation page and you can help out a great cause and a great organization that we've covered in our Missions That Matter episode, um, which you can go back and listen to to find out more. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back, and today we're doing another Missions That Matter episode, and we are covering Nerdtino. As always, I'm your host, Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And we're here with our special guest, executive director and founder of Nerdtino Entertainment and the Nerdtino Expo, the first Let the Next Focus comic expo on the East Coast, Thomas Delphi. Hey, folks, how you doing out there? <laughs> How are you doing? We're super excited to have you. Likewise, it's a you know we had the opportunity to meet at PAX East last month uh, while my team was running on a promotion run, and it's great to be able to catch up with you folks. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. To start things off, uh, let do you want to go ahead and explain a little bit about what Latinx means? I know we mentioned it a lot on the podcast, but I don't actually think we've ever gone into uh, why we choose to use Latinx over Latino. Oh, certainly. So Nertino uh, is established as two brands. It is a social media community dedicated to promoting the history and presence of Latin Americans, Hispanics, Afro-Latinos, Afro-Caribbean, and indigenous creators. And it is also the first East Coast Latinx comic book convention. Now, the term Latinx is a uh, it is an English term and it only functions really in English. It doesn't necessarily function in Spanish. It is a gender neutral variant of Latino or Latina, um, or I should say a non-binary variation of Latino and Latina. Um, it is uh, meant to be sort of a, um, an attempt to decolonize Latin American di- identity and also to make it much more identity inclusive. Um, you know, some people make the argument, well, Latino is already gender neutral, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily gender inclusive. Um, and, you know, originally Nertino was just a Latino comic book convention, but then I discovered the term Latinx. And then I also realized I work mostly with women in my organization. It kind of feels weird to have, you know, the strongest support in your team being women 
but you include everybody. And then there were also people who were non-binary. Um, and it just, it felt, for me, it felt odd using the term Latino to describe this organization, this organ community. So we prefer to use Latinx. I, as an individual, I use Latino and we do not press anyone in the community or anyone at the event to use any one term, uh, identify as you are, but we don't impress it upon anyone. We just feel it's a better way of describing who we are and what our community is. Uh, that's amazing that you you made the conscious decision to change in order to like have it be more inclusive. I know that um, at least from what I'm seeing from like places like um, like Me Too or uh, Remescla, like they, they're trying to start using Latinx all, as well um, to really, you know, highlight the fact that we can include everybody. Um, yeah. It's um, actually, it's, it's funny. After, um, after Pat's East, um, I ended up Googling Nertino uh, just because I always like to occasionally do that and see how we're doing. And I found a Reddit troll thread that was complaining about the diversity lounge at PAX East. Oh, uh, gosh. Oh, my God. Somebody noticed me. Yay! <laughs> and um, I ended up going there. It's like, oh, they call themselves Nertino, but they describe themselves as Latinx. There, there's already a problem with the term Nertino. And I'm like, man, troll, you would be right. Except. <laughs> In our logo, we have the X from Expo actually cutting into the O. Nice. It's just, it's really hard to say nerdy X. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was really simple, but I don't think most people are going to understand what it means. But well, yeah, it, 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 it's also kind of, it, it's one of those things is because Latinx is a fairly recent, like, mm -hmm. descriptor. And so, like, having it, I, it's personally been a not an issue, but like, I, I find myself sometimes messing up when I want to say Latinx, saying Latino because I've said Latino for so long. And then, like, um, when I say Chicano because I identify as Chicana, I don't, I, I sometimes for like, I for always forget to add the X to that, um, which I also know is another movement that's working to kind of um, bring the younger generation of, Chica of Chicanos or uh, Chicanx into um, to the forefront of the Chicano movement. That's why I mostly use it in writing. But um, again, I, I always try to make the effort, at least when describing the group, I, def I identify as Latino, but I don't impress it upon anyone. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so first off, the very first question, why and mm -hmm. how was Nerdtino founded? And what is the ultimate mission or your mission statement? So Nertino uh, was established officially in August of 2016. Um, what, it, what it was is that we, when you look at the rise of sort of diversity awareness in geek culture, you know, if you look at the African-American or blurred community, B-L-E-R-D, they're very advanced in their organization. There's, you know, uh, there, there, there's all the usual uh, warts and scars of, of geek communities, but they're very organized and supporting themselves, promoting their creators and promoting their fans, you know? And, you know, even among women and the LGBT community, there have been organizations that have been around for at least the past five or 10 years. Latin Americans as a community fandom had never really been brought together um, in sort of a cross-intersectional way. Now, mind you, I have 
uh, peers and elders that have been working on stuff like this much longer than I have. There's the, the uh, Latino Comics Expo in Long Beach, California. There's Solcon in Ohio. Uh, you know, and the, there are, you know, there are organizations that have existed before in Latino that have this sort of general idea of Latin Americans in geek culture, but it was about comic books or cosplay. Nerdino was established as sort of a cross-genre geek social media community that exists to promote the history and presence of Latinx, Hispanic, Afro-Latin, or Afro-Latinx, Afro-Caribbean, and indigenous creators and fans in geek culture. The approach is that we cover everything from comic books and science fiction, fantasy and horror, cosplay and wrestling, video games uh, and tabletop, all that. And it's all under one house. And the point is not just to, not just to fight for modern diversity representation, but to also recognize our history and our presence over the last century. Because whether people will admit it or not, Latin Americans built at least a, a quarter of geekdom. And that's our space, and anybody can come through, but that is our history. Power Rangers was produced by a, um, an Israeli uh, a businessman and a Puerto Rican voice actor, Tony Oliver. Um, some of the original Captain America comic books were illustrated by Alex Schromberg or Alejandro Schromberg y Rosa, a Puerto Rican. Um, the original Peanuts cartoons was animated by a Mexican. George Romero, a Cuban, is the father of the zombie genre. Um, Roberto Rodriguez, Guillermo del Toro, um, Raul Julia, you know. Yeah. <laughs> for you, it was the greatest day of your life, but for me, it was Tuesday, you know. There have been Latin Americans that have been at every level of geekdom, of fandom, of pop culture. It's just we haven't really recognized this history and brought it together in a meaningful way. So we started out as a community in August of 2016, the general idea being let's bring everybody together. And then around November of 2016, we had a large enough community. We had connected to all these creators uh, we, we had the idea of doing Nertino Expo for a while, but we hadn't really pulled the trigger. And then the election happened. And um, that was kind of a catharsis that, you know what, game on. And we announced the Nertino Expo. We hosted the first Nertino Expo a year later on November 20th, 2017. And we premiered as the first East Coast Latinx comic book convention in Philadelphia. Uh, we had uh, almost three dozen exhibitors. We had uh, we, we concluded with a screening of footage from Pixar's Coco with Lalo Alcaraz. Uh, we had just a wonderful stable of featured guests and writers and artists that were all part of the show. We had someone fly from, two people actually, fly from Puerto Rico for this show. <laughs> that is amazing. One of them was a vendor. Oh, wow. I want you to put that in context. This is November. This is maybe a month after the hurricane. This person said, you know what? I'm going to get on a plane, fly to Philadelphia, and sell comic books at a one-day convention. Wow. 
Yeah. And then the other person was a featured guest. And like, I, I contacted them. I'm like, hey, listen, I understand you can't make it. Oh, no, I'm still going to make it. I mean, we don't have power, but I'm still going to make it. You know? Um, you know, some of the guests we had, we had Edgardo Miranda Rodriguez, the creator of La Borinqueña. Mm -hmm. um, as stated, we had Lalo Alcaraz, who was the uh, creative consultant on Pixar's Coco. And he was also the uh, editor, chief editor at uh, Pocho.com. We had Sabrina Vorvulius, who is like the uh, the godmother of Nertino. Like without her, we wouldn't be around. Um, she's been an incredible support. She is a uh, Latina writer based out of Philadelphia. We had Matthew David Goodwin, who um, is a uh, Puerto Rican science fiction author who worked on Latino Rising, uh, which is this big science fiction anthology by Latin Americans. Yes, I saw that. Oh, I have a copy. It's great. Um, we had Alex Hernandez, the, the convention premiere of Alex Hernandez, the, um, the voice actor for Lincoln Clay from Mafia 3. Oh. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Wow. Um, and I'm very proud of that guest, if only because I had to go through like a dozen emails before I found him. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come to your convention. Everybody <laughs> wants to go to heaven. I love that boy. Um, <laughs> let's see, who else? Uh, we had Allegriana from South Carolina, a cosplayer. We also had uh, Victoria Avalor, who's a local Philadelphia cosplayer. Uh, we had a Star Wars fight demo. We had a food truck. There was salsa playing, which was like the coolest thing for so many people. We had Mike Hawthorne, um, who was working on, whose latest piece of work was the uh, run on Deadpool. Mm hmm yeah, so we had a really good stable of guests. We had a great time, and we're coming back for 2018. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so, like, in putting together the convention, like, what was the hardest part? The hardest part was convincing people that there were enough of us. Yeah. Like, the thing I learned about Nertino along the way is that it is very, very, very complicated navigating uh, Latin American, Latinx uh, social circles and communities um, in that there are so many different cultural variants. There are so many different ethnic identities, national identities. Um, and, you know, we are a people that excel at blending into different levels of society Mm -hmm. without people noticing or realizing we're there yeah. you know um i i mean it's, it's not even an intentional thing it's just that we end up in so many different social circles and because uh it, we, we we come in so many different um skin shades and cultural variations you know we we have a way of traversing into communities so i was going into this trying to bring together light dark and brown cosplayers that previously may have never really like they they thought of themselves as latin but that was never part of sort of their geek identity mm -hmm. um and you know you you have this weird yeah you, you have this opposition to geek culture in latin american culture where it's seen as childish or yeah. it's seen as effeminate and you know it's it's criticized and it's uh you know um, I, he's currently undergoing a few um, accusations, so that's why I won't mention 
this particular person's name, but this is a good quote. Um, if you ever wanted to understand what it's like to be a mutant, be a brown nerd of color. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's, and, uh, that's definitely accurate. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you had this interesting experience where I would be talking to um, either uh, just uh, darker Latin Americans or Afro Latin Americans who are very proud of their heritage and their ethnic identity, but every time they were in their particular social group, well, they just became African American, mm-hmm. and there was just sort of that erasure where it's like, I'm, I mean, I have that heritage, but I'm Dominican, you know. And then I would talk to like lighter skinned Latinos who'd be like, yeah, I'm Puerto Rican, but everybody just calls me white at these conventions, you know. And I I was sitting here and I'm like, oh my God, we're being treated in the same way. (laughs) And a big goal was bringing all those people together and, you know, encouraging them to kind of embrace that Nertino identity. Um, And it's, they worked, you know. Um, whenever we go to conventions or festivals or anything like that, you know, people are excited to see us because it's like, oh, my God, somebody's finally doing this. I've been waiting like 30 years and hiding all my comic books and all my side pictures of uh, freaking uh, um, Patrick Stewart, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't hide it, but that was definitely my reaction. I, I didn't hide my geekdom, but like it was definitely different. And when I saw your your table, because I found you all on Twitter a little while ago. And then when I saw your table, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how Adrian I know. Uh, I don't know how you felt, but. Oh, yeah, I stopped hiding it. Like once I realized I didn't care what people thought I was all about. That's the trick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean it's 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 been it's 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 been interesting bringing this community together, and also because we have to traverse genres. Like yeah. we have to reach it to anime, we've got to reach it to comic books, cosplay. I feel like we have a little bit more of a stronger writer and artist focus as a community. Mm-hmm. But you know, we reach out to cosplayers, and we really try to make an effort to say. You know, we are what Nertino includes so many different groups. Um, you know, I, I make particular mention of Afro Latin and Afro Caribbean members because people don't normally include them in our identity. And I want to make Nertino a banner that, hey, we may not share all the same roots, but our cultures intersect enough that we can have fun together. And, uh, you know, it's um it's it's worked out wonderfully yeah yeah so would you say is that what makes uh nerdito different than like these other latino comic conventions that are happening in other places across the country oh no i think they make and i I think they make a solid a solid effort to bridge together um different communities and i we're actually on good working relations with everybody um when i started nerdino um yeah for for reference i come from a much more professional background than say the layman convention chair um you know i'm a museum professional by trade um i apply my knowledge as an educator to my work and the big thing about nertino has always been communication cooperation with other communities we work we have a we have this little group i call us the junto and um it's uh it's myself 
uh, Latino Comics Expo, SolCon, and um, the Indigenous Comic Con, as well as Texas Latino Comic Con. And we all communicate, we trade ideas, we talk every once in a while, um, you know, and the, everybody tries, everybody tries to be more inclusive. I like to pride myself that Nertino is making a very strong effort to cross a lot of divides that haven't been encountered before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been excelling in that. That's awesome. I have a question. <clears throat> so, so I know a lot of the people that you mentioned and everything, obviously you said more of the artistic and writing aspect. So we met you at PAX East and I was wondering exactly how that's incorporated because PAX East is more of like a video game and table type and tabletop like convention and gaming wise. I was wondering how that fit into. Oh my God. Can we talk about Dragons Conquer America? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm so sad we didn't get to play that. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. So when we were at PAX East, uh, what we did is, because that's a very valid question, because we're a comic book convention, you know. So, but gaming is something we've been wanting to get to. And in our first year, we did have a video game voice actor. Um, yeah. But uh, what we did is that we actually reached out to an associate of ours, Gonzalo, um, or Gonzalo Alvarez, who is a video game developer based out of Texas. Um, and he designed this fantastic game called Borders, which uh, was a, um, a, an 8-bit style video game that was meant to encapsulate the experience of what crossing the border was like for undocumented immigrants. And he's also working on a multimedia um, uh, brand called uh, Poyo Man, which is going to be an 8-bit video game. Um, and there are Latin American video game developers that are out there working on different types of games. Um, I mean, three out of the six guys that worked on Mortal Kombat were Latin American. John that Tobias. That's something I never knew. Exactly. Nertino is about, like, again, uncovering this history. Daniel Pacina, who is a very good friend, he's Johnny Cage. Um, and Carlos Pacina, who is Raiden. Um, they actually both run martial arts school. It's really cool. Um, but, um, you know, and, and there's that deeper history. And also Latin America. Latin America is one of the largest regional uh, buyers of video games in the world behind Japan. Right? Wow. So wow. We, we made an effort to research and learn more. And there's actually a fantastic book out there. Oh, Oh, the name escapes me, and he's going to be really mad. I don't remember it. Hold <laughs> on, I'm pulling this up. Um, <laughs> but there is a book out there. Hold on. I'm pulling this up. I'm sorry if I appear distracted. <laughs> there's a reason there's Latin America servers. That's quite a bit. Yeah. I just remember we had an all Spanish speaking team on our ARC server that kicked us all off. Like they just joined forces and kicked off everybody who didn't speak Spanish on the server. Wow. <laughs> pretty, pretty decent size in a lot of esports. Yeah. So Spain unfortunately I can't find the book. Oh. But I'm gonna, I'll, I'll send you a link later. But yes, like, that would be great. You know, there is a body of research about Latin Americans and, you know, involved in the video game industry. Although, can we touch a little bit on the Spanish-speaking bit? Yeah. 
Like, so oh, like, oh. That is something that is very difficult for me because I am only relearning Spanish now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nertino is a bilingual organization, and we try, we actually make significant efforts to reach out to not just Latin Americans in the United States, but across the Western Hemisphere. We actually have an associate of ours, Jonathan, who we sent to Puerto Rico Comic Con this year. Wow. Yeah. Um, and like that was a fantastic experience. And like I said, we also have uh, we also have vendors that reach out to us from Latin America. But you know, bridging that divide uh, in a bilingual community has always been very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I got my Rosetta Stone. And I will <laughs> say to our credit. I will say to our credit, last year, I'm designing the program for the show. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I only have the English one available. This isn't going to do. And I sat there and I rewrote the entire thing in Spanish. Wow. That's yeah. good. That's really good. That, that's that's also like amazing because like it also like maintains this inclusivity, which a lot of the times like Latinx communities at these conventions may not be English first language or, you know, may just even have an easier time reading Spanish or, you know, living in that. Exactly. You know, so, but it's been a particular effort. And I I mean, it's like me and my two, um, my two, my my right hand and my left hand um, leaders in the organization, like between the three of us, like, I don't think any of us speak Spanish. (laughs) Um, I can actually tap back into it because I knew how to speak it growing up, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, something we're working through. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely really, really Oh, wait, we didn't talk about Dragon's Oh, yeah, Dragon's Dragon's Conquered America. Oh, my God. So this is by Burning Games, and, like, they better show up at my show just because I keep giving them shout-outs. It is a... Mesoamerican sword and sorcery tabletop RPG where only women can ride dragons. There are were jaguars killing conquistadors. And oh my god. I really want to play this game, by the way. I know! <laughs> it's like, and it's all Latin American produced. Like, when I first saw it, I was sort of like, uh, this is probably made by just some dudes who like, no, it's all Latin American. And it's like, yo, that is my jam. And they've got one Scandinavian on the team. Oh, man, that's cool. But, (laughs) but, you know, but yeah, check out Dragons Conquer America, Burning Games. I get a nickel every time I mention them. We were supposed to play it at PAX East, yes. but I didn't have all the parts we needed. Yeah, I will definitely link that in the show notes so you can make sure they get the proper shout out. <laughs> so moving on, or what are some, do you all have um, programs or events that go on outside or apart from the convention? So we are actually exploring that option. What we do primarily is that we will go to different conventions across the Northeast. Um, actually, we're getting to a point that by year year three, we're going to be traveling across the country. Um, and we basically go to conventions and beyond just promoting the show, we also run programs that uh, 
engage and educate people in the history of Latin Americans in geek culture. Uh, we call uh, we call the base program we do Nertino for noobs, <laughs> and um, it's it's really to sort of shake out this history and let people know what's happening, and um, yeah, and also to sort of uh, break off this perma immigrant narrative that people treat Latin Americans in geek culture. Because again, we've been around since the 40s, but whenever people talk about Latinos and modern geek culture, it's like, oh yeah, you guys just got Miles Morales. We got Gabriel <laughs> Luna, we got Oscar Isaac, we got freaking Diego Luna. We have Gina, we have Gina Torres. We have Gina we, Torres. We have Zoe Saldana, who does a lot of her interviews in Spanish, and she has been killing it talking about Latino representation. Um, and calling for it every time people ask her. Actually, I think she did we an interview. We got Rosario Dawson, who yes. was together Tessa, Tessa Thompson. Thompson. I don't know why I said Zoe. I oh, something Thompson. cool I just found out. Tessa Thompson. Something cool I just found out. Uh, is anyone here a fan of Agretzko? Yes, I am. I love her. You know, you know who voices her? No. Erica Mendez. Oh, my God, my little red panda is Latina. <laughs> that is yes. so cool. And I remember I was sitting there uh, watching it with my buddy Abe, uh, who's sort of my uh, my business partner in other ventures. Um, and he's sitting, and I'm I'm sitting there going through the episode where Gretzko is dating that really boring guy, and I'm like, "Girl, you can do so much better." And I'm sitting there like, "I wonder who voices her." Oh my God, it's Erica Mendez. And I talked to her before about Nertino. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Like, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's supposed to be a Thanagarian movie coming or like series coming to the new DC streaming service. And Bruce Tim based the Thanagarians off of Latinos. Oh, yeah. And um, the voice actress for Hawk Girl, the original um, Justice League cartoon, is Latin. Mm hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, what else is there? Oh, also, there's a Netflix series coming out called Cias Manos, which is set in Mexico, and it's an anime, and it's going to be awesome. But, um, I didn't but know anyways, about that. Mexican anime? Yes. <gasps> oh, speaking oh. of that, we have Battle Angel Alita coming out, um, directed by uh -huh. Robert Rodriguez and starring Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Itza Gonzalez, and Rosa Salazar. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so, so fun, but are we just going to name different? Yeah, because we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like, okay, let's bring it back to the interview. Interview stage, question <laughs> time. Um, yeah, so for people who are looking how, um, how to get involved, what's the easiest way to start getting involved with Nertino? So if you want to be involved with our crew, if you want to be an exhibitor, um, if you want to present a panel or any kind of programming, First step is to find us on social media. You can look us up at Nertino, a little at symbol in Nertino. Uh, we are on Instagram. We are on the Twitters. We are on Facebook. We are most active on Facebook. And we just annoy celebrities on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but, uh, man, that's how, that's how we get, like, half our guests, man. But you look us up on social media. You can also look for information on the show at nertino.com and you can reach out to us directly 
uh, nartinoexpo at gmail.com, all one word. Awesome. And I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes. Yeah. And mind you, we are looking for cosplayers. We are looking for exhibitors. We are looking for people that want to be boots on the ground. If you're in the Northeast, if you want to be part of like the best freaking crew ever, like come, come join my comic book convention. That's slowly become a really nerdy gang. <laughs> All I'm picturing are just, just like walking down the street. Ah, never Puerto Ricans and Irish dancing. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so what uh, events do you have coming up? Do you have any conventions you're going to be at? Any Anything happening? Yes. So Nertino is a sponsor of BlurredCon, which is an intersectional diversity-focused convention based in Arlington, Virginia, at the uh, Crystal, uh, Crystal City Regency. Um, it is a fantastic convention. Uh, we were there last year in its first year, and most people thought it was in its fourth year last year, which is a good <laughs> sign. Um, but it was such a great show. It's such a good crowd. We are in charge of the Latinx programming track, which means we present Nertino for noobs, we represent Nertino, and we also recruit um, Latinx uh, featured guests for the show. So we have a few people that are going to be crewing with us this year. Uh, coming back is going to be his eminence, his haughtiness, the father evil, uh, Lou Avarila. He's a Cuban-American uh, haunter. Haunters are different from cosplayers. <laughs> if, if you call a haunter a cosplayer, you're in for a bad time. Really? He, well, yeah, it's a specific style of genre that grew up of, of costuming that's distinct from cosplay and has a very separate oh. history. Nice. Um, nice. But Lou is a haunter who came up with this original character called Father Evil, who's this demonic priest. And it's, it's, it's an incredible look. And Lou is such a great guy. Um, he's actually a very astute businessman. Um, and uh, he's going to be coming back to BlurredCon. We also have Allegriana, who's a community member and a feature, uh, feature guest at Nertino 2017. We're also going to be ha having Greg Anderson Elise, who is the creator of Isnana the Were Spider. Um, Greg is a Haitian American uh, comic book writer who produced Isnana, which is based on a uh, Haitian uh, mythology and folklore. Um, and um, again, that's Nertino reaching out to Afro-Caribbean and Afro-Latinx communities. Um, and Greg is a member of the community and is a good friend. And uh, who knows? You might see these people like Martino. I don't know. <laughs> so, do you have a schedule uh, or uh, a date set up for Nertino uh, for the Nertino Expo? Yes, Nertino Expo 2018 will be held on Saturday, October 20th, at the Taller Puerto Rico El Corazon Cultural Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania right in Philadelphia's Latin neighborhood, the El Centro de Oro, or the Block of Gold. It is going to be held 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, general admission at the door is 25. Pre-registration is, is $20. Uh, children 12 and under go free. Students go at a reduced rate. 
You can get all the information you need about Nertino and buying tickets at nertino.com. And we do have one of our featured guests announced. Ooh, who is it? Fabian Nichezza, co-creator of Deadpool. <gasps> yeah. He's also a veteran of Marvel Comics. Uh, he's an Argentinian immigrant. Um, and it, it's, it's going to be fantastic. And we have nine more guests to announce that we are going to be announcing over the next month. Awesome. Over the next three months. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing all of those posts. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm very excited because last year I was very proud of the guests that we brought in, but I want to make sure that in 2018, we had a much more diverse, much more representative community coming out for Expo. And I am very proud of what we came up with. And this is a one-day convention? It is a one-day show. Uh, it's 11 to six, uh, eleven a.m. to 6 p.m. as stated. There is going to, uh, last year we had a food truck on site all day. It's a gated parking lot, so you're not just going on foot. Um, and it's accessible by both public transit and street. Um, and it's it's such a it's it was a blur last year and it was such uh it was such a fun experience. Oh, I said. So, what is the farthest west convention you guys are planning to go to? Farthest west. Um, so, technically, we have an invitation to all the Paxes. Nice. Yeah. So, like, we can go wherever we want. Um, I really want to go to Texas Latino Comic Con, and I really want to go to Latino Comics Expo. Yeah, so, that'd be awesome. Uh, also, yeah, if you yeah. ever show up at Pack South, where we go, we go to that every year. So, <laughs> all right, sounds like I have a couch to surf on. Yup. Well, it's my mom's couch because she lives in San Antonio. I don't. So, <laughs> oh, actually, hold on one second. So, Nertino is a again, we're a Latino crew, but we actually have a diverse alliance of people that uh, join in and work with us. Behind us, uh, completely embarrassing me and himself, is Mr. Abe Klein, who is, um, what'd you say your position in the organization is? A little bit of, I don't want to say everything, but I do a bunch He's of my consiglier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and this is But Why Though. And we're doing Hi. Hello. Hello. But Why Though. What's that? Oh, yes. Oh, cool. Hello. <laughs> But yeah, so, but yeah, Nertino, it's going to be Saturday, October 20th. Uh, you can learn everything you need to know about the show at uh, Nertino.com. Awesome. So this is what we ask every guest we have, and so we have to ask you, what piece of pop culture matters to you and why? Hmm. Man, that is hard. <laughs> you know what I will say I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of a curveball I would say sword and sword so here's the thing I've got two answers for you my personal favorite bit of pop culture is I'm an old school steampunk like I was introduced to it by Wild Wild West which holds a place in my heart <laughs> but my old school like piece of like the original pop culture with the original fandom that complained about any, everything Sherlock Holmes <laughs> because nice. I am Philadelphia's geek Moriarty 
Um, <laughs> but the other bit of it is is sword and sorcery, like fantasy as a genre. And I feel like that's something that I want to see Latin Americans engage in more because guys, where is the Aztec Lord of the Rings? We have all this cool folklore. We have all these monsters. We have all these cool warrior concepts. We have obsidian swords. Why are we not all over this? Exactly, Abe. But, <laughs> but it is um, it is something that I want to see Latin Americans get into more. And who knows? Maybe Nertina will help out with that. That would be amazing. We actually just did a Lord of the Rings episode. All right. Excellent. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sitting with us, talking with us. Um, I'm so happy we met you. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm really uh, excited to see what else uh, Nertino does. And I know, uh, like speaking for myself, I shall be sharing every post on Twitter that goes up. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, so why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you and the uh, and the organization? So like I said, you can find us on social media by searching at Nertino. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also go to Nertino.com, and that will have all the information you need about the show. And you can reach us at NertinoExpo at gmail.com. Exhibitor applications are open, and so are panel applications. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much again, guys. Y'all have any more questions? No. Thank you for coming on. No, I'm good. That was a wealth of information. Thank you, folks. Uh, so, as always, you can go ahead and find us at ButWhyTheOPC on Twitter, Facebook.com slash ButWhyTheOPC, and make sure you take time to rate, review, and subscribe, the podca- uh, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. It helps other people find us. And you can go ahead and find me on Twitter at OhMyMythRandier. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z-93. Matt? And you find me on the Twitter at datm18, D-A-T-T-M-1-8. Ooh, we do have one final question, though. What mm. outro music do you want? Mm. Can it be any music? Any music. Your song, your choice. Maestro by Carol Emerald. Okay. I don't know what that is. Well, you're going to find excited. out. Cool. And I shall. Although, have- I would also alternatively accept anything by Mariachi Entertainment System. They're amazing. We got to see them at Pack South. They did like a giant. I want thing. to bring them to Nerdino so bad. Yeah, they, they were phenomenal. <laughs> I like just like ran up and sat on the floor in front of them. <laughs> awesome yeah awesome uh okay so that's it thank you so much i mean i'm sure we could sit here talking nerdy stuff all day um (laughs) i would too but i've got cigars to smoke and plans to make and empires to topple sounds about right yeah pretty much